Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Jim, on January 6th, earlier this year, 2021, you had a heart attack. It appears men have more heart attacks than women. What lessons learned during this event could be helpful to men listening today? Pablo, first I want to thank God for sparing my life for another season of time. It was truly a strange event. I had no previous symptoms, no high blood pressure, no high cholesterol, no diabetes. I just woke up one morning, had a tightness in my chest, and my wife asked, were you lifting something heavy? (laughs) I said, no. Uh, Then I added, I think I'll go lie down. I began to sweat and feel nauseous. Being a nurse, she quickly responded, tightness, sweating, nausea, that's it. You're going to the hospital. By God's grace, we live near a hospital. Rita gave me two aspirins to chew as we drove to emergency. They took me and immediately did tests and discovered that my aorta valve was 90% plugged. They rushed me to a bigger hospital, inserted a stent, and sent me home the next day. It all happened very fast. The artery that was plugged is nicknamed the Widowmaker because when it is plugged, you usually die. One source says that 25% of men who have heart attacks do not know they have anything wrong with their heart until they land on the ground dead from a heart attack. Sounds believable to me. My cardiologist said there are only two reasons I had a heart attack and both were unchangeable. First, I was a man, and second, I was over 65 years old. So what can you share with our men listening today? There are a lot of verses in the Bible that refer to one's heart. Some versions have over 700 verses. The heart is a symbol for life, for our emotions. If the heart stops, it's game over. We are in eternity. One can live without tonsils or an appendix or a good hearing or even without a leg or an arm, but not without your heart. Solomon said, Guard your heart, for out of it are the issues of life. The heart is referenced as the center of our emotions. We talk about loving someone with all our heart. Hearts are the symbol used for love in many cultures. Deuteronomy 6, 4-6 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I have given you today are to be on your hearts. Pharaoh had what the Bible calls a hard heart. He refused to accept God's commands as delivered to him by Moses. A plague would follow. He would change his mind and then harden his heart again and again until eventually he lost his life pursuing the Israelites across the dried up path God had made through the Red Sea. We also talk about winning over the hearts of people thereby causing them to agree with us. The heart remains a center of our affection. Solomon was given a discerning heart to know how to give a wise answer. In 1 Kings 9, when Solomon was dedicating the temple, the Lord said to him, I have heard the prayer and plea you have made before me. I have consecrated this temple, which you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. 
Having lived in Jerusalem, I love reading that when God wants to express his emotion and passion for Jerusalem as his holy city, he says, my heart will always be there. And then God said to Solomon, if you walk before me faithfully with integrity of heart and uprightness, as David your father did, and do all I command and observe my decrees and laws, you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. Jim, as I recall, your doctor said there are four major causes of heart attacks that can be controlled and changed. What are those factors? First, smoking. I'm hoping that every man listening to this program has quit smoking. That is one of the primary causes of heart attacks. Fortunately, there has been a lot of research and information conveyed to young people to convince them to stop smoking. Paul, as young boys, you and I used to think it was manly to smoke. Our poor mothers must have prayed earnestly that we would not smoke. I remember the night I committed my life to Jesus Christ and asked him to come and live within me by his Holy Spirit. The cigarettes went out of my life. That was not what plugged my aorta artery. Second, high blood pressure. This is another common cause of heart attacks. For most of my life, my blood pressure has been the classic 120 over 60 with a 60 pulse, not the usual numbers for a heart attack. What causes high blood pressure? Some of the causes include age. As you get older, blood pressure may increase. Race, some people groups have higher blood pressures than others. Family history, high blood pressure tends to run in families. And being overweight or obese, the more you weigh, the more blood you need for oxygen to move through your body. Lack of physical activity, inactive people tend to have higher blood pressure. Too much salt causes your body to retain fluid, which increases blood pressure. And tobacco, as mentioned earlier, causes arteries to narrow. And alcohol can affect your blood pressure, as can stress-related habits. The third factor was high cholesterol. But again, this factor can be controlled by diet and medication. The fourth factor was diabetes or higher than normal blood sugar, which can also be controlled. My two factors were uncontrollable and unchangeable. I am a man and I am over 65 years old. Very little was said about how to prevent a second heart attack other than take a baby aspirin every day for the rest of your life. I plan to do a little more research on that one. Before I ask my next question, let me remind you this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. You may contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Jim, is there such a thing as a spiritual heart attack? Three quick stories come to mind. The first is when Joshua led the children of Israel across the Jordan River near the city of Jericho. He secretly sent two spies to look over the land. They entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab, and she told them, We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you for the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Let me suggest the residents of Jericho suffered a collective spiritual heart attack. Second story. Eli was the spiritual leader of Israel in the book of 1 Samuel, yet it says in the second chapter, the sons of Eli were worthless men who did not know the Lord. Verse 12. They were good-for-nothing bullies, you would say. 
They would say to the worshippers, Give the meat to me now before you sacrifice it, and if not, I will take it by force. Verse 16. They were arrogant. It says they despised the offering of the Lord. Verse 17. And they were promiscuous. They lay with the women who served at the tent of meeting. In verse 22. And they were disobedient. They would not listen to the voice of their father. Verse 25. Then God told Samuel in a vision, I am about to judge Eli's house forever for the iniquity which he knew because his sons brought a curse on themselves and he did not rebuke them. Then one day a man brought news to Eli that Israel had lost 30,000 foot soldiers in a battle with the Philistines. The ark of the Lord was captured and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, died. The Bible says, When Eli heard the news, he fell backward off his chair, and his neck was broken, and he died. Then the Bible adds, He was an old man and heavy. That could have been either a heart attack or a broken heart. But let me suggest Eli had a spiritual heart attack. The third story comes from a man named Nabal in 1 Samuel 25. Nabal was very wealthy. He owned a thousand goats and three thousand sheep. But the Bible says he was surly and mean in his dealings. David protected Nabal's flocks of goats and sheep without any payment. So one day David decided to ask Nabal for some assistance in food and water. Nabal refused. This angered David. He was all set to attack Nabal when Nabal's wife, Abigail, met David with bread, meat, raisins, figs, and appreciation for all that David had done. David spared Nabal's life, but when Abigail went home, Nabal was holding a banquet and was drunk, so she did not tell him what she did till the next morning. The Bible says, when his wife told him all these things, his heart failed him, and he became like a stone. Ten days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. Was that a heart attack or did he suffer a stroke? Either way, he died. A wicked, arrogant, surly, and mean old drunk who had what all suggest was a spiritual heart attack. The Apostle Paul writes to the Christians in Corinth, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Christ's sake. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory, displayed in the face of Christ. There it is again, Paul. We do not lose heart, for God has made his light shine in our heart. Luke 21:26 says, In the last days men's hearts will fail them for fear at what is to come. But when we accept Jesus Christ into our heart, the light of Christ's love and his words fills us like a treasure. The Apostle Paul continues, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair 
persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry about in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So, my brothers, do not lose heart. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Keep going forward. Do not turn back. Do not lose heart. God is in control. There you have it, men. May God guard your heart and keep it fixed on Him. Contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become men alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.